Okay, so two years down the road, you are still in New York City, the Big Apple. A Big Apple. I'm living it up. The city that never sleeps. But you think to yourself, but uh, you know, the city never sleeps. But I've seen my fair share of nightmares on these main streets. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and you're like, where the fuck did that come from? It was kind of like a weird thought you had. Yeah. Um, and things are going okay, like financially. You get um contacted. You were uh, telling jokes, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a, a gig, and um. You were like, uh, you had just um, watched uh, Get Out. Okay. And you were like, uh, you were just telling jokes and you were just started, like, you was like kind of Riff City. You know what I mean? You're just fucking riffing up there. Oh, yeah. And you kind of go like, yeah, I just saw, I just saw Get Out. More like Get Out of My Fucking House. I hated that movie. (gasps) Wow. You're just like fucking around, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Just want to get a rise out of people. Yeah. You're like, um, you're like, the, you know, the only thing worse than that movie, Mein Kampf. People are like loving it. Wow. I'm and crushing. You're crushing. It's at a, a bar in town. It's a venue. Uh, it is called uh, Now Beer This. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so you're telling these jokes and you look over and sitting at the bar. He's the director of those films, Jordan Peele. Oh, man. And he's like, kind of like looking at you weird. And you're like, uh, whatever. And so uh, you get off stage and um, you walk over to the bar to get someone to drink. And he's like sitting there and he sees you and he goes, he's like, I don't understand why you'd say that. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I, th- I think I'm like. Hey, I'm I'm sorry. I know you you're a comedian and and you you know when you get on stage he goes, I'm kinda... fucking with you. That was hilarious. <sighs> oh man. He's like, You're so fucking funny, man. And and you're like, Oh, thanks, buddy. And so you guys end up like talking like the whole rest of the night. Okay. Uh, you get shushed by like the host a lot, but like you don't <laughs> oh, give a man. fuck. I get banned from that place. You never allowed into uh now beer this. <laughs> ever again i'm banned from now beer this for yeah. life yeah dude i can no longer beer that well, you're being very loud okay. and so he ends up he's like look i'm gonna do a sequel to us oh man he's like i'm gonna produce it but i do not have time to write it he's like i really would like for you to write the sequel and write goes, the sequel to us yeah and a movie goes, i have not seen yeah okay. and like but you totally like cover that up you're like oh no oh, yeah, yeah i love that movie and he's not goes, turning down that paycheck are you kidding me yeah and he, and he goes what was your favorite part and you're like oh man the dialogue <laughs> okay and you can tell it's the right answer perfect it was exactly what he was fishing for yeah so he's like here's a deal um i'm gonna be heavily involved in the production process uh but again i don't have time to write it so um i'm gonna give feedback you know what i mean you're probably gonna write a couple drafts of this we might change some stuff on the fly but sure o- overall it's in your court okay so, cool. you the, so you had the sequel uh, to us. It's called uh, Them. And what it is, is you take the um, the mom and dad from that movie. And the sequel is just like a romantic comedy. It's about them trying to kind of get their groove back as a couple. And they uh, fly to um, Miami Beach and like 
hilarity ensues. Um, in the middle, like, you know how, like, in Us, they had that I Got Five on it song, and they made mm-hmm. it, like, creepy? So you try to do the same thing uh, with that's with the song <laughs> I'm Walking on Sunshine. Okay. And so you turn to Lynn, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, no. He's, like, pretty annoyed at you, but, like, he said he'd pay you. So he pays you. They end up not using the script. At they end up, all. They okay. end up not making the movie at all. <laughs> So uh, you got like a little bit of cash in your pocket. Yeah. And things are going pretty okay for you, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really something I'm using as a credit, but it's at least paying for my my life at the yeah. moment. The us two work. Yeah. Okay. Them. Them. Forgive me. You wake up one day. There's a knock on the door. What do you do? I think the first thing I do is look through my people. What do I see through the people at my... On my door. Um, it's this guy. He's wearing a jet black suit with a red L over his heart. Oh, wow. And he's holding what appears to be like a manila envelope. Okay. Um, I'm a little worried I'm about to get served, but I can always just not acknowledge who I am. Sure. So, sure, I'll open the door. He's like, hey, what's up? He's like, uh, my name is uh, Melvin Cruz uh, from the Lanalax Corporation. Um, I'm here. I have the unfortunate news to tell you that uh, your distant uncle has died. Oh, man. He's like, yeah, I have his last will and testament here. I guess he has something to give you. Um, Okay. Here you go. Okay. (laughs) Your next door neighbor is snoring so loud. (laughs) You can like hear it through the uh, <laughs> through the doorway. Okay. He wakes up. He's like, "How we doing?" <laughs> You're like, "What the fuck is that?" And so you you take the Manila envelope, and um, he hands you Manila envelope. Then he goes, "Oh, also, there's this thing." He gives you like this little like cage. He gives me a little cage. Yeah, with like a blanket on it. Okay, He's covering like, the cage. Yeah, and he goes, smell you later. <laughs> oh, no. It turns out that you have a very distant uncle who died. And his, uh, his name is... His name is Patrick Wiener. And then parentheses, it says penis. <laughs> okay. So Uncle Pat gave you... Um, he, he writes in the will. He's like, hey, what's up, Gath? Um, I'm sure you don't remember meeting me. I met you when you were very young, um, when you were like a little kid. I didn't really get along with a lot of the people in our family um, for reasons that I don't have, you know, I'm not going to get into. But sure. um, so anyway, uh, this probably is coming out of nowhere, but I do have something to leave you in my will. Uh, if you're reading this, I'm dead. Uh, he's real casual about being dead, but OK. He's like, don't mourn me. He goes, I won't. I didn't know you. Cool. He's like, anyway, uh, here is your, here you go. It's a cat. It's a cat. Yeah. I was willed a cat. Yeah. And like you take the blanket off that cage and it's one of those carrying cages. You know what uh, I mean? Oh, okay. When there's a cat in it. There's a little cat in it. Yeah. He is, uh, he's got like brown fur. Okay. And he has a uh, a birthmark that looks just like a middle finger. 
Sick. Yeah. What do you name the cat? Um, I think I named the cat uh, Birdie because it came in a cage and it's flipping the bird with its birthmark. You name it Birdie. And um, you and the cat, like, at first you're like, this is weird. I haven't had a pet in forever. But eventually you guys kind of like get along. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you'll sit there and you'll watch TV at night. You'll put on some Netflix. There's a um, a new season of this show called Chunks that you watch. Oh. Uh, Chunks is about these two guys, Howie and Chip, and they just like chunk things. Yeah. So uh, They the, just love to chunk. They live to chunk. The newest um, episode, they are uh, <laughs> chunking the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Okay. It is an international incident, but it made for great TV. Was it like primetime viewing or was it? They put it on Netflix. Okay. So it was like a, yeah, a relatively obscure show, but they were still going to chunk the Great Wall of China. Yeah. And okay. you were like, I cannot believe this is happening. It's, it's, it's pretty strange. Um, And like, you know, you'll be watching that and like a uh, birdie will come up and like, kind of like snuggle against you and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're like, cool. And um, like at one point you thought to yourself, like, Oh man, I could really go for a uh, some water. Like I don't want to get up, and you're like, oh, I should get up. Oh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. And then you turn, and Birdie in its paws has a cup of water for you. Wow. And you're like, what the fuck? And it kind of like nods at you, like fucking pretty cool, right? Mm -hmm. The next day you wake up, and Birdie is like noticeably bigger. And you're like, uh, this is weird. Yeah. And you're like, uh, well, I'll look into this later. I should probably get some breakfast. Then you blink. And in its paws, it's holding like a plate of like scrambled, like just a traditional English breakfast. <laughs> scrambled eggs. A full, a full fry up. Figgy pudding. <laughs> There's like a pile of bacon. Okay. Sausage and gravy. <laughs> the Milky Way Midnight. <laughs> Traditional so like, English, English breakfast. Yeah, they've well in the past couple of years the uh, the English have been incorporating Milky Milky Way <laughs> Midnights into their uh, cuisine. No one knows why. They kind of seem to not know why, and they do not want to talk about it. Okay. So uh, you're like, what the fuck? And so over the next like week, the cat keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it starts to be able to do like more complex actions mm -hmm. at one point you come home like your taxes are done shit and he okay. has saved you a, a significant amount of money Oof. what a wonderful thing to be willed by my distant relative yeah patrick weiner parentheses penis yeah bit of a rascal that guy so one day uh you're like um you wake up and the cat is nowhere to be found. You're like, what the heck? And you look outside and the cat is outside. It's the size of a dragon. And on its back is a saddle. What do you do? I get the hell on that goddamn saddle. I go. I'm getting out of here. So you uh, you run out. You jump in that saddle. Birdie kind of looks over his shoulder at you. You nod. It just like takes off. It is running really fucking fast. Yeah. And eventually after it gets up enough speed, it can like jump miles. You know what I mean? It goes mm -hmm. pretty fucking far. It's like real life Mario. Yeah. And he can like stick his like 
fur out and shit so it can kind of glide a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like you kind of like jump around with a birdie and you are having the time of your life. Yeah. Suddenly you kind of look around and you've been jumping uh, with a cat rather than jumping for like quite some time by this point. And you look around and you notice like a weird sort of like reddish hue in the air. And you kind of look over and you start like noticing some kind of strange things. Like like you notice there's like different fantasy characters. You know what I mean? That You see like some different like sorcerers and stuff. There's like a, a troll. There's like an ogre. There's a man who's not scared of commitment. Folks. Yeah, that... <laughs> That you t- that one, you're like, that's kind of condescending, but whatever. <laughs> and eventually uh, the cat stops running and uh, you kind of are like, what the fuck? You jump off the, the saddle and standing there is this guy. Uh, he's wearing like wizard's robes. He has like a uh, obsidian staff. He's like, hello, Kath. My name is Stardust, a space wizard. And welcome to the rosy realm. <gasps> The Rosy Realm is basically a parallel world uh, to ours where it's like there's like fantasy things. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that all that bullshit. Is all real. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so he goes on to tell you that the uh, the Lanalax Corporation is planning on uh, destroying the Rosy Realm. They want to get rid of all things fantasy. And so he's like, Gath, will you stand with us? against the Lanalax Corporation. Will you help us save the Rosie Realm? Okay, here's the thing. I I want to save the Rosie Realm, given this information. However, uh, Birdie, my cat, my flying jumping cat that brought me here. The was, size of a dragon. The size of a dragon was, if I remember correctly, given to me by the Lanalax Corporation. So I'm a little bit skeptical sure. here. Yeah. Well, they, they, they're mostly just handled as a state, but they, they definitely were involved. With they were involved, the cat, but for yeah, sure. it's it's unclear how how involved they were. And he goes, because Kath. I don't really know this cat's origin story sure. necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, but Kath, you're the chosen one. All right. Well, then I'm definitely fucking doing it. He goes on to give you like a scroll. And the scroll uh, basically is like a history of the Rosy Realm. And they have a prophecy. I have to read Come on, man. And he goes, well, I could just read it to you, I guess. <laughs> All right, great. And he goes, okay. Like he's, like he's clearly put off by that, but he's like, whatever. So he goes on to say that um, there's a prophecy that a uh, blonde-haired Italian-American <laughs> comedian named Kath Barbadoro <laughs> was going to uh, save the Rosie realm. So he's like, I mean, call me crazy, but this is clearly you, right? Yeah, I mean, I it's pretty specific. He's like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not anyone else. I mean, it's, it seems like it's clearly you. Do you join them? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. And he's like, oh, thank the gods. And you're like, all right. And so uh, basically they have this plan. He's like, at dawn, we march. And you're like, holy shit. So you go to sleep. You dream of a howling void. Uh, the next day you wake up. <laughs> you get on the saddle of Birdie. Standing there, there's like the Stardust, the Space Wizard. There's a bunch of, again, different fantasy uh, figures. You know, there's like um, a knight who's on fire, but it doesn't seem to hurt him. 
there is a um, a centaur. Cool. Yeah. Just one of each thing. It must be lonely. No, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy that like you're pretty sure is OJ Simpson, but like you can't really tell. He's kind of far away from you. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely don't want to get closer. You're like, you know what? Whatever. And so uh, at dawn, you guys ride against uh, the Landlax Corporation, whose invading forces are coming towards you. Oh no. I'm imagining like a Starship Troopers scenario. Yeah. So they're in a bunch of like spaceships and like um, different armored vehicles and stuff. Yeah. So um, they cut you down like pretty quickly. Uh, the fight takes about seven minutes before <laughs> everyone in the Rosie realm is dead. <laughs> the only person left alive is uh, you. Uh, oh, no. Birdie was shot 750,000 <laughs> times. Uh, and like you land, like you're like thrown off of them and like you look over at them and it looks at you and it makes eye contact with you and it just says, remember me. (laughs) And you're like, you can talk. And then they, uh, they they like shoot him once more (laughs) in between the eyes and he fucking dies. That's it. Yeah. So you're, uh, the last person, uh, left alive and, um, one of the Lanolax generals comes towards you and he's like, hello, Kath. My name is General Hux Manly. <laughs> oh, man. And he goes, can I borrow $20? <laughs> He's like, normally I wouldn't ask. It's just that I'm waiting on a few things to come in that haven't come in. He's like, y- y- you get it. I mean, you do freelance stuff. He's like, it's just a whole thing. Um, I mean, he did just murder everyone I cared about sure. in the rosy realm. Well, it's like you knew anyone. Well, I knew uh I knew Birdie. You knew Birdie, yeah. I was willing to give my life for this cause. Yep. So, and you really were too. Yeah. I was ready to die. So what do you do? So I don't think I give him twenty dollars. Gotta die with some dignity. Sure. And as you think that, uh your uh pants fall down. You're wearing <laughs> you're wearing and everyone looks over, they go, what? You're wearing a uh, white boxers with that hearts on them? <laughs> And everyone looks at you and they go like, oh, and they all start laughing at you. And you're like, oh, no. And then he slits your throat. (laughs) He drinks every drop of blood that's in your body. (laughs) You're in the real world. Like no one knows what happened to you. You just disappeared. So people are just like. I wonder what ever happened to Kath. And then people were like, I don't know. Maybe she. No one checks. No one checks. Like no one bothers to check. <laughs> so it's like, uh, like 10 years later, people are sitting around. Everyone that you came up with in comedy is successful, like really <laughs> successful. And they're like, hey, has anyone talked to Kath lately? And people are like, who? <laughs> then the, the person who originally asked it is like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was all for nothing. You fucking died. 